Okay, welcome in everyone. Happy Wednesday night. We have the Talking Trek team hosting the show tonight because DJ is away. So we've got a few things to go over and we're going to do mostly uh, community Q&A at the end. We've got a couple of special guests that are coming up tonight to give us the lab report. Jules Verne and Blue Mandalorian are going to tell us what they've been working on and they have some new graphics for us. And we're going to go over the Vidar Talios, the new mission that's out. Make sure everybody knows what you need to be able to get it, how to get it. And then, uh, and we're going to start off with the Valentine's Day events that are happening. So, uh, Trader, have you been... <laughs> no, Louis P., we, we don't have any stupid news. I'm sorry. I am... Yeah, I... If, I, if I were to read stupid news, it would just be headlines uh, from newspapers. <laughs> Sorry for all the people that do like stupid news. We don't have any tonight. For all the people that hate it, you're welcome. You've got a night without it. Um, Trader, have you uh, have you looked at the Valentine's Day events at all? Uh, I looked at them. That's all I did. Yeah. So, Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's okay. So yesterday started <laughs> off, you were able to pick which one you were doing. It was a uh, series of tasks go mine some G2 ore, go mine a little bit of G2 gas, go to the system, click, click, click. It was nice and quick, which I really appreciated. Today's kicked off. It was a little bit different. It's funny. I've seen multiple, multiple people today asking, hey, does anybody have the quiz answers for today? Uh, But there is no quiz today. Today is just ATAs. There was an issue, unfortunately, at the start of the event for approximately the first hour with um, crits hitting a critical, not counting properly. So I haven't gone, I haven't been able to get back in game yet, but um, there, there is a chest coming out for that. So what do you guys think of the events so far? A lot of ATAs, your Ops 41 wire speed. And it didn't give you any rares or epics. That's rough. That's rough. So what, op- what ops are you now, Arian? 44. So what do you think about the events? Because they're, uh, they're aimed, this whole thing is aimed at players that are about your level. Yeah. I I liked yesterday's, today's, when I went in and, and popped all of the ATAs I had running and, and ready. Because during an arc... Uh, a couple of days before it starts, I'll set up ATAs and I'll let them run and I'll leave them, not collect them. When there's a day that comes along for ATA events, I collect them, get my points, start up new ones, leave them, let them sit until the next one comes up. So I, I try to be prepared because I don't have speed ups. My my speed ups are very, very, very limited. So I try to be prepared. Um, I did collect everything from today. I had, I think, seven of them that were running and I looked I had very very few points so I'm guessing there was a few crits that didn't count I believe I I um, picked them up during that first hour so it's mm-hmm. looking tough for today's for completion very tough for me I don't I don't know if I'll be able to do it I'll see how it looks tomorrow though um I'm okay with speed ups but that is due to a very good discipline of whenever they are available free to play, like like the 50 uh, 
Davo-esque tokens that we can cash in the 50 times. I've already done that. So I've got, you know, speed ups and that is going to last me those speed ups. I'm going to try to make it last till the next time that they uh, give us uh, a ATA speed up. So I do it a little differently. Um, every Sunday, um, I will uh, put in a couple of spe- uh, a couple of uh, ATAs, um, like some of the bigger ones. And so I'll use Mining Monday to, you know, I won't be needing those officers. Um, and hopefully um, by Tuesday or Wednesday, there's an ATA event. Um, if not, normally I need those officers for something else. So I normally, you know, I don't I don't wait as long as you. Um, uh, not all of my officers are as high up because um, I'm only a 39. But yeah, uh, I think it would have been nice to know that it was away team speed ups, maybe a day or two beforehand for everybody so that we could have prepared. Because I'm sure some people may not end up finishing this because they're out of speed up. Yep. And uh, there were some comments in chat as well about how there are speed ups available in the event store. Um, and Wardod, I mean, you said too, why didn't you buy ATA speed ups in the event store? Well, that seems a little bit redundant, in my opinion, to spend loot in the event store to get speed ups, to speed up the ATAs, to get loot. So I feel I'm, I'm farther ahead to just, if by tomorrow morning it's looking like I'm not going to be able to complete it, I'll calculate out what I have remaining and what it would take. If I'm, if I'm not going to, it's different loot though, yes, yes it is. But um, ultimately I would be looking at picking up the same types of rewards Yes, you. I would get rewards from the ATAs themselves. So for some people, Gator, that's a really great point. It might be worth it. We're required to plan this stuff out. You're not required to plan anything out, Wardod, other than going and killing DJ's miners and raiding <laughs> his base. <laughs> but I mean, I I have to plan. Um, I I can't spend a lot. I have a very small budget for the game. Not nearly as much as I would like it to be, but uh, if I want to progress the way that I want to progress, I have to plan stuff out. Hawks, and I always assume these types of holiday events are supposed to be laid back and just chill to get the rewards. It is. Um, I mean, some people prefer to get everything, do everything. Some people prefer to just play chill and and do what they can as it comes up. So, I mean, I think that kind of depends on the person too, right? Yeah, I agree. Oh, Galvi, the triple emote. Yeah, I I was eyeing that up. I was like, oh, should I? No, I I said no, but <laughs> I <laughs> I really want that that emote. Um, it's really cute, super cute. With little hearts around it or avatar. Not a moat. I was looking at. You're saving all three days for it. So, what's interesting with this event, what I do like, is that they have provided choice and options. You can do one a day, you can save up, and I think wait till the last day and do all three on the last day. You can choose to spend a little, you can choose to spend more. 
to get more. So it's a 72-hour event in total, free to play, has the ability to gain 60 shards. If you spend $20, you can get 200 shards. And $100 is 200 plus the 35 in the pack itself. There's also a $50 pack, which is limit one for extra pulls. A $100 pack, limit one for another 13 pulls, each pull cons uh, consisting of 10 shards. So my biggest challenge with this event is the visual of it in-game. When I first opened it up, I hit join now and I, I picked one right away because I thought it was just one of those ones that it doesn't make sense why, but you just have to hit join now, kind of like your dailies for your for your faction. And and I I thought I had missed making an important choice because I didn't even realize right away that there were three different ones to choose from. And it was a little bit difficult to sort through what was in the in the event section to determine what was actually happening. So I I found it confusing um, for the actual layout of it itself, visually in game, trying to understand and comprehend at a quick glance what was available, what would I get for spending, how much uh, that was also. A little bit confusing so i do love options i love people having the ability to choose to get more if they uh if they want to pay to get more do more but it was just it was tough to figure out so it was um it was about an hour after it started that we had a message put out from djs explaining the layout of the packs and how it was going to work for f2 ftp and that it was 72 hours, so that really helped a lot uh, for me to sort through it and to help answer questions for people. I still think that it could have been, um, they could have done like groupings to make it a little bit easier visually. And yeah, there was a, a post um, a few hours after it started from Scopely as well. That had a good um, visual guide, I think. I can't remember. I did look at it when it was up, but I, I didn't, uh, I believe I was at work at the time and I didn't go through it in detail. So, I mean, so far, my only issues with it is that it was a little bit confusing figuring it out at first and looking at it visually. And then today's issue with the first hour of it, that was kind of fooey. Didn't like that part. <laughs> fooey. <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> Uh, oh, okay, uh, Trader, would you like to address IG's question? <laughs> we can jump right over into that. Uh, well, I have lots, lots of thoughts and feelings on it. I mean, at the end of the day, having a no-holds-barred PvP event is basically burn your server to the ground for two days, but what happens... We all know what happens. People hide, and then it turns into, like, your server turns into a wasteland. So I personally enjoy PvP uh, a lot. Uh, I'm enjoying it less and less because there's less strategy involved in it now. But I just think this event, they've run it before, same idea, and the same thing happens. 
right at launch, everything dies. And then your servers just, you see no one, no one's mining, no one got their ships out, everybody's, you know, just, you know, hiding in their base for two days. That's it. You know, you're, I, I agree. I agree with Maximum Hunter. I love PvP, but this event is dumb. How many Lego steps have I cursed Scopely with? Um, okay, so have you guys... I, 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 I went to a, a brick store, and they basically repurpose. They buy Legos, they make their own designs, and they sell you like then they'll package the Legos together and you can buy them. And so I saw a 10 foot long replica of the USS Missouri, quite possibly the most detailed Lego construction I've ever seen. And it had like thousands and thousands of Lego. That is the Lego set I cursed them with walking upon. Okay, Trader, I'm I'm gonna come and kind of be a contrarian here a little bit. Go um, for it. On, on server forty-five, do you know what we call days like today and tomorrow? What? We call them every day. Nothing has <laughs> changed. Um, and yeah, like this is a normal day on server forty-five. You come here, you get blown up. Um, we are a war server. Um, and this is just a normal everyday occurrence. So. Every, it, for us, people are out mining, we're blowing them up. People are out grinding, we're blowing them up, and vice versa. So, huh. Okay, that, by the way, Joker just posted exactly what I saw. That is it. And it looks like a lot longer than 10 feet, so maybe I underestimated it. But Brickmania, that's exactly the name of the of the company. Oh my god. So, you know, here's the thing. I My server, Server 20, I've talked about this before, Putz. I'm in an alliance that has been at war for years. So if I leave a ship out doing anything, you know, if I'm just doing my dailies, it can die. And so I'm used to it. But this type of thing on my server, like aside from my alliance and our ally that's at war um, with a third, it's just nobody dies and people cry all the time. Oh, my miner got hit. It was OPC, but you're a terrible human being. It's like, get over yourself. I have yeah. no sympathy anymore for people. And what like, I really want to do is just burn my entire server down every single day. Every single I would, day. I would say the amount of resources, because we're raiding. There, there's lots of raiding, raiding going on right now. Um, I'm getting pinged all over Discord like, hey, come here, come here, come. It is like incursion. Um, I would not be surprised if more resources changed hands on server 45 in the next two days than would have changed hands on a normal 24-hour incursion. Wow. That's interesting. Like, the leaderboards, the, like I'm Ops 39, the first at least two or three people minimally are over a billion uh, points. Uh, and, that, and I checked that like three, four hours ago. Um, I'm sure that the that the 50 plus is probably over tr a trillion points right now uh, for that that leaderboard. I mean, and I just want to be clear because like people, there's comments going by in the chat. Personally, I have over 10 trillion PVP points. Like the, I'm third or fourth on the leaderboard. 
I haven't been playing much, so I don't know exactly where I'm at now. But over 10 trillion PvP points. So I PvP a lot. I hit a lot of big ships. I don't really minor hunt because I think it's boring and stupid. But yeah. Lloyd, uh, don't think Arian hasn't tried to get me to swap uh, swap <laughs> servers. If you know somebody who can make that happen, I'd be good with it. I'd love to play with you guys. I'd rather just uh, we have a merge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big Z says, let's say I hit Rev a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, I, I, I'm just used to it, right? It's my gameplay. I'm, I'm accustomed to it. I just personally have a problem when people cry about having, you know, OPC miners hit or floating warships hit. It's like, if you're going to put your miner out there, you're going to let it go OPC. I don't care where it is, you know, expect that it's going to get hit. You should. I put a miner out and I expect to get it hit when it's not OPC. And it's not that big of a deal. You just repair it and send it back out. You know, your life isn't going to end. Your game isn't going to stop. Just, you know, hit that repair button. It's not like Eve where your ship is gone forever when you, somebody blows it up. I, I just have no sympathy anymore for anybody at all. Oh yeah, if, there we go. If you can Four. if you can get past being so soft-hearted for a minute. Um thanks to you. <laughs> so I'm curious if anybody I I did notice you know there was some people um on my server and a couple of other server I I I saw some comments people confused on like should we hit allies today or not. So did anybody else encounter that? What did you guys do when it came to your allies? Are you letting it go for the duration of the event? I think I think you probably know my answer, but yeah, that was that was determined within an hour or less. Yes, all of our allies, we moved to a different designation for today, and they are all now hittable. My alliance has a limited number of people marked as allies. So everybody else was free game. And I'll, I told them what I'm just about to say, which is you can find 80 other people to hit or a mm-hmm. hundred other people to hit. <laughs> Get over it. There's, there's some, plenty of them out there. There's some mixed reactions here. Um, Wardod, it sounds like you tried to hit IJ. So you owe him some toy mice, by the way. You help them finish dailies. That's nice, Jules. Event rules are bigger than feelings. It's a good point I mean, as well. At the at the end of the day, I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's a PvP event. And if you got to trade hits to get it done, because everybody's turtling up in their base, that's what you got to do. Uh, I don't criticize people for that. I know, I know there's a lot players i've seen them here i mean even in chat that complain about that i don't have a problem with that if you want to find your freaking buddy and the two of you are gonna like blow up each other's sanctuses for for an hour god bless you i mean the trip bless you the trip alone that that would cost and that really just turns it into a grinders event essentially uh some people have big feelings about cheesing events like that some people don't care at the end of the day, I don't know that there's nothing that's che- like cheesing. Like when you think about an event, I th- like cheesing an event. I think about going and in incursions and hitting a dead base again and again and again and again and again. Right. Yep. 
but yeah, you've got two example. players. You got two players here, both of whom are spending a significant amount of resources to repair their ships and time to, you know, trade hits. And you know what? <laughs> What's the difference if you're going to do that versus you're going to, you know, try to scan every system for eight hours looking for one person who puts a ship out so you can finish it? I, I just don't have a problem with it, you know? Players are going to do what players need to do to get the event done. And at the end of the day, it is what it is. What if you use Leslie? I still don't think that's cheesing. That's being smart. That's not being stupid. Piano man, what if you're both players? (laughs) Does each have a different personality? Because I mean, oh, (laughs) Oh, so you're going to use your alt to trade hits with? I mean, that is kind of cheesing it. No offense, playing playing with yourself is not the intent of this. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Using your alt for to help you uh, finish an event or or get better on a leaderboard that would be uh, that's definitely some Swiss cheese right there. Yeah, I would agree with you there. Definitely agree with you there. So, Huts, so, have you done the event? No, not yet. I uh, My base got hit a couple of times. I did some damage there, and I hit a couple of ships, but uh, the last time I checked, I had 300 million, or sorry, yeah, 300 million points, and I'm in a hundred and something place on the uh, 36 to, or 35 to 39 leaderboard with the leaders all over 2 billion. So, I, I was just a little busy today. I'm probably not going to end up uh, scoring pretty high. I'll try to get in top 25, but that may be a stretch. So how are the rewards for this? Is it worth putting in effort? What's it look like for people? I haven't even looked. No. No. <laughs> yeah. Get the nope. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the that's the other thing about PvP. And, and it's part of it's part of the problem that I see with PvP generally is Aside from, like, getting your tiny little rocks off, there is no point to PvP, right? Like, what do you actually get? So if I'm going to go hit a miner, what do I get from that? A PvP stat, my kill-death ratio maybe changes, an infinitesimal amount. Yeah, dopamine spike. You're killing pixels. Uh, You're killing imaginary things. Traitor. Please look at chat. There is a phaser avatar. So well, I stand corrected. Definitely worth it. (laughs) So, I mean, there is some goo for the event store there. Uh, It's not a ton. Not a ton. I think that there would be a lot more potential for involvement, activity, and interest if it was if it was a little higher. It's tough to I mean, make PvP events, though. Well, and, and they just don't want to, they being Scopely, like with everything, they don't want to pay players the amount that players really want to have to do these events. Like, for me, those rewards, nothing. That's nothing. It's not worth the Tritanium I would have to spend to repair my ships. Not yeah, even that- one, like tiniest little one. Click like hitting a miner, right? Taking like one damage and then repairing it on my Dideridix. 
not worth the titanium I just spent for the rewards. That makes I mean, a lot of sense. A lot is significantly different for G5. We talk about G5 a lot here, and this is the part of part of the reason why, because it is much, much different when you look at the cost of your repair your ships, even if it's just a hostile hunt event, right? Um, I mean, faction hunt doesn't really count for some people because it's, it's just not worth it. But just a simple hostile hunt event, it would cost significantly more for you to participate versus what you get out of it right mm-hmm. so absolutely i feel like typically they they aim these types of events at the broader sector um so we're looking at right now probably 30 to between 30 and 49 as as the general scope bigger chunk of uh people and i'm seeing comments in in chat right now that even for people in that range it doesn't seem um worth it to really go hard for it for them it's interesting very interesting i mean so cruzito then the issue becomes if i'm using a smaller ship to hit other ships that eliminates other g5 ships so i can't i mean my my pylum, for instance, is tier 12. What can I kill a G5 ship with that? Maybe I could kill a, kill a Vorcha, maybe, but that's about as high as I could punch up. So I can't hit a G5 ship, which is costing me points in the leaderboard. And then I have to be, you know, punching down. I, I just don't see the benefit. I don't see the benefit to any of it. You know, whatever you think about PvP, this is not how you reward PvP. This is not how you encourage players to engage in PvP. And it never has been. I know I'm late, but are we talking about the purge? Yes. 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 Love, the purge. Love the purge. Welcome in, Karkin. <laughs> Har- I'll I'll says I- spectrum. <laughs> opposite end of the spectrum. Uh as as a 39, I could pull one of those uh Dabo S token chest on the on the crystal one uh get 48 million uh tritanium now with an auger at my tier i think that's probably going to be like more than 50 repairs maybe even 60 repairs so there is a lot of bang for your buck g3 land in this you can you can pvp for a very long time and still not go into the negative on the trip yeah, I, I just again, you know, I have so many issues with PvP in this in this game generally. Things that they're never going to fix because they don't view them as a problem. I mean, I've said it before: the fact that I, as an Ops sixty player, can hit an Ops thirty nine player who has absolutely zero chance, zero chance to kill any of my any of my ships, right? Unless I put out like a Rialta or a Fortunate for them to hit. I think that that is so imbalanced. And you did that as bait and then came out of cloak destroying the intended (laughs) target. Yeah. And I just just don't find a lot of fun in that. Uh, I mean, I find, I mean, for me, I enjoy trying to strategize about how to kill ships that are my size, that are the G5 epics, the G5 rares. How do you, you know, how do you punch up a little bit? How do you go against the triangle with strike teams? 
I mean, all of those dynamics of this game are what interest me. And it does not interest me to go and hit some, you know, Ops 39 players, you know, auger with my Dideritics. That's, to me, as, as, as pointless. Yeah, it's as pointless to me as picking up a penny on the sidewalk. It's like, it, does, it doesn't freaking do anything yeah. for me. Like, you probably have access to at least four, maybe seven, maybe ten different ships that are miners, that are survey ships, that could kill an auger. So it's like, yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. So I think the last time that they reviewed the um, the ops level, like who, what levels can fight which levels, was when G5 launched. Because before no. it launched, it had it a, a cap. They, they adjusted it a little bit. After right after G five launched, there was a slight adjustment, it, either in game or what we had from at that time, L cars for a chart on on, on who hit who. I believe that it was an adjustment actually in game to coincide with the launch, but it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't to make it, make it smaller to broaden the levels because we knew that there were to be some people who were going to go up from 50 to, to up to 60 over you know the course of the next year um but but not a lot obviously so they they had left pretty it pretty open i think that we're at that point now that, that they could look at how many people are as levels and they could potentially start narrowing down a little bit i mean i mean 3960 is, is pretty crazy. You're, yeah. you're right. That is pretty crazy. But, but my understanding is they, and this, I mean, obviously I had conversations directly, but my understanding is that Scopely does not feel there, there is anything wrong with those. And I can tell you for a fact, there was a player in my alliance who left a terrible review of the game on the Apple store. And one of the things he pointed out was, you know, the PvP brackets are crazy and I'm, you know, I'm dealing with these people who are so much stronger than I am and I have mm-hmm. no chance. And the response, I saw the response from, from Scopely was, our PvP mechanic is well considered and we believe it's balanced and it's like, um, what are you smoking? Well, I mean, that's that's a just a standard answer, right? We could uh, how to keep the whales entertained. Those sixties <laughs> got to have targets. <laughs> well, that's what I mean by it. It's around that time that they could potentially start looking at it and narrowing it down a little bit. At the start of G five launch, for sure, they they needed the wider bracket because there weren't a lot of people that were um, forty five plus compared to the people that were under 45 and, and looking at how that was going to work. So I, I think it's a good enough item. We could definitely post it for DJs. Um, I'll take note of it and ask him if it's something that he could mention to them um, to see if there's a little bit of a rebalance available there. I don't think that's uh, I don't think that's a problem at all. So um, Karkin, welcome in, buddy. Hey, hey. How are you? I was late. I was visiting my uh, my surrogate children across the road. My my little puppies. Awesome. Yes. I figured you had just woken up. This is like <laughs> six a.m. for you, isn't it? No, no. This is still what. It's, it's, 
<laughs> it's 10 p.m. But yeah, in my world, not about lunch. I could, I'm feeling peckish. I could okay. Eat. Okay. So what do you think about the PvP event today? Well, I'm most more surprised that I didn't know it was coming. Like, mm-hmm. how, did, how is there not a big banner saying Purge Day everywhere? <laughs> but um, all, all in all, I'm enjoying it. I finished my events, and I've been using bait zones. You know, like people need to hunt uh, Federation, so, you know, hanging out around there, getting some good kills. Are you competing? No, one, no one's safe. Have Are we discussed how it's place? affected people's... Uh, right now, I'm in third. Nice. In my bracket. Um, I was curious how this is affecting ROEs on other servers. Are people doing event over ROE or are they still sticking by their, um, their ROEs? Their rows? It, it's been a mix. Uh, I also asked about, just before you came on, I also asked about how people are handling the day with uh, allies. Some people said that they've moved them to like neutral or whatever and for the course of the event, they're normal people. Some people say they're carrying on with no hitting hearts. We've got lots of comments in the in the chat there now. Um, Balabomb, if it isn't purple or a heart, it's not flying. <laughs> you are not safe today. Reg- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jules Verne. So from server 44, part of their ROA is that events supersede ROE. The poor row officers on those servers. <laughs> Are hearing it today, I bet, eh? Yep, yep. Somebody wrote it somewhere earlier today. I think it was in chat here right after uh, right after event reset and said, poor went out for the row officers today. <laughs> for sure. All right, so Vidar uh, Talios. That's, that's uh, what we have up next. The second mission is out now. It's available. It's in your holodeck that came out yesterday. I got it the same day as my Defiant. They're twins. They're <laughs> that's, twins. That's Make awesome. sure you uh, I will dip your refinery. Oh, yes, yes. Do that. That's a Make great, sure. great point, Luke. Which one is Danny DeVito and which one yeah. is Arnold? I haven't <laughs> figured that out yet, but okay. I, I know that yeah. the Vidar is that ship from Babylon 5. The shadow ship. Well, I feel like I the the defiant is like smaller and and chunkier. That's the defiant. The Vidar the Talios, Talios is, is like it's like the yeah. Lady Gaga of the Vidar. <laughs> but it's like Dan and DeVito when he was the penguin, right? All like uh, Oh blue, that's fantastic. Um so you have to be Ops 35 as a refresher, and you need your Vidar at Tier 9 in order to pick up that mission for free. If you aren't at either of those yet, when you do reach both of those requirements, even if it's in a couple weeks from now or a couple months, the two missions will pop into your holodeck once you get to both. Well, that's so, really good. I think that that is really, really good. You don't have to wait for like an event store to come around, use event loot to to buy your blueprints for the ship. I, I think they did that really well. And yeah, I'm we can give them that one. That is a, as a big win. Yeah, I think that was awesome. No, on top of just day eight, the, the ship for the month is free. Um, that's that's honestly mostly why I paid. 
the uh the early unlock i mean like the incentives were there but i also wanted to be like hey they kind of got fearful when the cerritos kind of fell on its face with the transparency so i wanted to reward them for doing something like this like i wanted to give them revenue for making good decisions like free ships does that mean you have two uh tallies i have 1.5 tallies (laughs) you haven't picked up your other mission yet Oh, I have no. I got fifty blueprints, not a hundred. Early on. Oh, you did that. You paid for the house. I wasn't. Gotcha. Yeah, I wasn't gonna pay like the yeah, yeah. Whole, an unnecessary fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was a so. it was a good bonus too because because we had that transparency and we knew it was day eight that it was coming for free. A lot of people who otherwise may have bought it within the first few days didn't. That was helpful for the people who did choose to get one for the uh, events for the first few days. So I, th- I think that was a good uh, balance between those. I did see a lot of people flying Talios in the first few days. Oh, you can buy Blue. the cloak now? Blue, you oh, forget that you could have had two Talios if you spent the extra 50 bucks. Or Right, now he's just got not. 50 shards in his inventory. Whew. What's I going to do for you? We got two Vidars, though. No more sourcing. So. and welcome in jules Verne and blue mandalorian very happy to have you guys here so they are going to talk about the lab report they are our lab people we call them uh absolutely so really really thankful for what you guys have been doing you've been putting together a lot of uh, collecting data from the community and putting together charts that have been helpful and, and shared from here to other servers. So many people using them. I I smile when I see them coming back on another server saying, yeah, I know who made that. So uh, off the top, thanks very much for everything that you guys do. And just a reminder for the community, if we are putting something out there to say, hey, we're looking for data on this, just remember that's so that we can get the charts or graphics back out to the community. So we'll transition into that now. And which one of you are starting? I appreciate the call out, Arian. Uh, and yes, this most of what we do here is community sourced. And it's usually day one of an arc. I'm reaching out being like, hey, if anyone tears this up, send me screenshots. A lot of times I get large bulks of data from one person who's combed a few different discord and says, hey, Here's some screenshots that I was able to download and send your way. So a lot of the Borg refinery came from only a few sources that were able to comb different discords and ultimate DJs who filled in a lot of this information too that he got from Scopely, which was great. Uh, so I'll just start off with uh, Borg refinery options. And Arian, there's actually a new Borg expansion cube exchange chart, just slightly different format if you wanted to update what is in the graphics room. Gotcha. Uh, on it. Yeah. Uh, and really what we're trying to do with the expansion cube exchange is figure out how we're getting the roles, how many roles of each thing from the exchange, what is chance, what is guaranteed. Right now, what we're looking at is that the charge nanos and the active nanos, you get four roles each. So it's basically like between the two numbers that we know of, you get one or two or three or four of those numbers. So four rolls of each of those. With the exos, the only screenshots I've seen has been just one of those numbers. So 
you have three hundred percent loot exos if your talios is tier one through four or you get three 200% loot exos if you're seven through eight. But I don't actually know that for a fact. I haven't seen enough to see if there is a zero chance or if there's a chance for more than one. And same with uh, solo directives and Dayzok and Borg Queen. So if you've got any odd pulls that you pull from that, please post them up in the chat room or uh, screenshot those and PM me. But that's what you do there. I am still grabbing all of your charts. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so that I can pop There's them in. Am I doing these ones with the, are we doing the refinery ones first? We'll, yeah, we'll go through the refinery ones, but if you wanted just to update the expansion cube exchange. The last got it. Yep. Uh, I just yeah. got that I don't know if you want to throw the link there too. Yeah, please do. Uh, and so I've also been getting a lot of PMs from people saying, hey, I'd actually like this spreadsheet just so that I can pull my own data and figure out what my refinery options are going to be. Uh, and so we're, we've kind of condensed things that we work on. Blue and I tend to have free-flowing ideas for quite a while as these charts kind of get built out, but we wanted to kind of condense those and, and push that out to the community. So hopefully that gets uh, posted to the graphics room soon. Um, I'm, yeah, so I'm getting you... there. I'm slow, okay? Oh, you got, I, you got it. I have faith in you. <laughs> But yeah, I wanted to push out that and then, yeah, any of the other charts, you just want to throw them in there and kind of talk through them as well. Yeah, I'm going to just post all of this in bulk. And can you you flip me the link to, I think that was earlier in your your channel. All right, there is a chunk. (laughs) I think the interesting thing that We've had to kind of debunk a little bit with the Vidar, going from the Vidar to the Vidar Talios, was that it does get better. 100% gets better at Vidar Talios Tier 1, the refinery options do. But a lot of people are kind of conflating that with the use of the ship. So a lot of people say, oh, Vidar, I just got the Talios and it sucks. My refinery is smaller, uh, you know, I'm not getting as much, and uh, the refinery is better. Yes, the Talios isn't great for actually grinding yes it's the training wheel period oh yeah okay so we got a lot of things in here uh yeah so as we're looking at uh just very top of what arian just posted in the graphics room if everyone else is following along we've got the upgrade chart with the rough numbers of how much charge nanos it takes to get through each of those tiers level up those tiers i've got some basic days and a lot of that and there's a chart that goes along with that a lot of that is saying hey i'm going to spend no other charge nanos on the things that I want. I'm not going to get Armada directives. I'm not going to get indie credits. I'm not going to get faction credits. And I'm just going to upgrade this ship. And what we're looking at the fastest possible, if you have the Borg Rewards Prime, or sorry, the active, no, Jesus, the charge nano probes prime, is about 180 days. So about half of a year will be spent upgrading this Vidar Talios to a tier 12. And that's that's without buying packs for the tier 12. So that's not a terrible progression for a specialty ship. We've seen most of the other specialty ships that we've seen recently. Defiant uh, was about 600 days to max free-to-play. Um, so we've seen those types of like long progress without buying packs. This is a lot faster if you're devoting some time. Even if you are just two-chesting it, you can do it in about a year. So this is this is pretty fast, but... 
like most people are going to say, well, I'm not going to focus all of my charge nanoprobes on the Telios. I want to find out what my refinery combination options are. Uh, so uh, I, I've got some ideas here based on whether you've got a prime or not. There's a Vitara Telios refinery combinations chart that kind of plots out what your possible loot is if you're two chesting with a with charge nanoprobes with or without the prime. And there's some options here to say, hey, well, if I've got the prime, then I could do Armada, Indy, and all three faction credits, no problem. If I don't have the prime, then I have to make some decisions. Maybe I'm skipping Armada some days. Maybe I'm skipping faction credits. Um, so I think that's that's highly subjective with what people want to do. I don't I know, what are most people pulling now? Didn't DJs work at a 60 cycle where you were basically able to do everything and then have one extra faction, your primary faction pull? Without the prime, correct? Without the prime, yes. Yeah. I yeah. think. So, but, uh, but that's not investing in to- the ship. So how much do you want to invest in the ship? I know he like had a little bit of overage, but now your Talios is stuck at tier one, tier two. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's it's definitely going to be an individual basis. Like if you are a, a say a ops fifty one fifty two, you you want your talios to be a lot higher to hit the hostels that you want to be hitting. I mean, we're going to be seeing hitting Borgs at that event is going to prop all the time, and that event is going to be based on your ops. So that hostel level is going to be based on what you should be able to hit at your ops. So they're going to assume that your Talios is tiered properly to your ops. So if you invest nothing in the ship, you're going to really struggle during those events. I would say that the people in the design team for the for the Tali, uh, they basically were, I, I'd say they were extremely generous uh, because they decided that they couldn't let us, they didn't want players to get rid of their Vidar. So they said, okay, so it has to be a new, it has to be a new Vidar. And the loot exos for the Vidar already existed, so they couldn't touch those. And, you know, if they gave a, a big loot exo to the Vidar Tally, you know, it would just fill up cargo within seconds and kind of break, you know, break the whole system completely. So they're just kind of stuck where they are. So at the moment, they just decided, hey, you know, do it. it, it the refinery once you unlock the tally, just basically is the same refinery you had before, but half the cost. So every inert antiprobe trip effort is halved. You don't need to go out as much, and you can still use a Vidar to fill up all that cargo and supply your now easier need for inert nanoprobes. And get, because it's, it's just a charged nanoprobe bottleneck, really just every day. It's just a time gate. So you just kind of, as long as you have enough nanoprobes, that's your real determination of are you ready to tear? Every day I'm shuffling, shuffling <laughs> my nanoprobes. Absolutely. Definitely. So I'm I'm just saying, like at the early on stages, absolutely, just do what you want with the tally. But use the vid- if you really need inert nanoprobes, use the Vidar and use the uh, loot exo. Just fill up. Like for me, how much I can get per trip is not really as important as how much I can get in ten minutes. Because uh, that's I very fair. Time more important than trips. We, we've been seeing some screenshots of, of tap early tier Talios getting a million loot, but 
but they were sitting in the level 36 system for 20, 30 minutes. Sort of like our whole debate with using the Mantis in Actian space. Like if you use the Mantis in Actian space, it's going to be really fast. But if you use a Pylum or G4 Rare, you get punched down a bunch. And so. the uh, Tally is, is going to end up being the better ship, but not at birth. You know, it's basically once, if my Tally gets up to tier four, maybe I'm hitting like a lot higher level probe than I'm expecting to. And that base loot is might be pretty generous. So I might not even need loot exos at that point. And it might be more like that trip might not might take 10 minutes and I still get 1 million or something. So that's I'm not there yet, but at the same time, I'm not that far away either. So it's pretty nice. So I've also heard some debate about where to camp with your Talios. If you had a bunch of charge nanoprobes or you say, hey, I like to build it up to a usable level, but then uh, I want to focus on getting my indie credits back. Uh, I, I have posted here, uh, Aaron posted it, the refinery efficiency for both the Amarta directives, indie credits, and FKR credits. Uh, quick tip for anyone who still has the T9 Vidar Amarta directives and also has their Talios directives, we know that's going to go away eventually. But in the meantime, if your Vidar Talios happens to be above tier 4, your, uh, your tier 9 Vidar Armada Directives is slightly more efficient. So if you're only going to pick one bundle or the other, I'd stick with the Tier 9 Vidar, tally, uh, Vidar Armada pack for now. So just, I mean, we know it's going to go away, but it's a little so, bit more efficient. Yeah, just to clarify for anybody that's not aware, it is uh, currently, once you get your Talios built, the intention is for that to replace your current Vidar refinery. It changes a bit. right now. Both chests are still there. Thank you, Blue. There's the screenshot of it. So both chests are still there. Trader, can you pop that in the in the graphics room? That is going to go away. We don't know when. They are aware of it. It will go away. So have a look at the two of them before you're pulling each day. Some people are pulling both. Some people are pulling only one or the other. So definitely evaluate that for your account. It's going to be different for, for most people. Um, to, before you make that decision. Yes. So the Vidartalios refinery is actually better at tier one. Tier two is a little more efficient. Tier three even. Once you hit tier four and above, if you still have the Vidar tier nine uh, directives, go ahead and use that. It's going to be a little bit more efficient. Yes, you'll get less directives in the pool, but you'll spend less charge nanos to get more efficiency, especially if you're a player who needs to be skipping a day or two because you want to save up some charged nanos for your building up your ship or your other options. And I, I understand the math behind Scoby's thoughts with that because they kind of said, okay, when you're starting out one through four, you're, you know, you're really just you're beginning the Borg model loop and everything like that. So it's made things a little thing more efficient, but by the time you hit tier five, you're probably going to have a stockpile of directives. So they're probably just trying to slow you down. Agreed. We do see a couple pitfalls at T9, of Italios T9, and T11. There's a couple pitfalls in the refinery, but at, at that point, you'll be your upper G4 player, you've already spent past that point, uh, or you're going to get there in several months and it's not really going to make a big difference to you. But just to 
quick awareness, you probably want to jump straight to T9, T10, excuse me, or T12 if, you're, if it's possible for you. Uh, so just a couple quick tips there. Uh, did you want to believe you want to talk about crews at all? Have you done some testing on some crews with the Talios? Yes, people um, want to know crews. I did indeed do some testing with the crews. I just uh, during that big uh, grind event, I just decided to test random crews and burn yeah. all these transwarp tokens that were doing nothing. Uh, I think I saw your chart list. I'm looking for it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I remember what the last one was and the number of kills you had. Aha. So, yes. I mean, the the end determination is that uh, triple synergy with the uh, uh, SNW Pike crew is definitely the way to go for most number of kills per trip. I People were saying, like, oh, it's not as much loot as five and stuff. Um, and I did this for the event, so I wasn't really caring about loot, especially since like I said, Vidar have the refinery. I just don't like, you know, doing stuff, I don't even need the loot anymore because I can only spend so much per day because my costs are ha halved. So it's uh, nice to just have the freedom to say I just decided to kill them until I died or you know, recalled or this and that. But for anyone trying to push the distance, triple synergy is the way. And if you have Una, that's the best for because you can take less time to move around. Uh, make sure Rutherford's down below. For this one, my uh, I used Hue Blow Decks, and that might have got given me a sharp edge, to be perfectly blunt, in the two to three round battles. But at the same time, hopefully people start unlocking Hue themselves and are able to use it. So. In the meantime, just uh, if you don't have Hugh, maybe Rutherford or something else that be on health. So, if you want loot, I would say it it kind of varies. Uh, you can go for the yeah Pike and Ahura and Five crew, and that's probably gonna get you there if you're really boosting for loot. But to be honest, I'm I'm still in the position where if you want loot, just use your Vidar and and maybe punch up against uh, the 36s. So, Blue, are you in finding... the uh, 42 plus range? So, how are you finding your your stats, your crew stats? Since uh, I think a lot of players probably will be tier two when they first get the ship, tier one, tier two, they may only have a couple of lower deck slots. Are you able to get them to a significant point? Do you think that's a problem for some players? Do so they leave you off if they need to put a higher stat player in? Well, in that screenshot I took, I only had one slot, and I used you. Because uh, I figured critical hits were more important than stats, because they end the fight, and also is more points for the event. But it's, uh, I'd say he was pretty revolutionary for you know, hostile hunting. So he's probably e equal in potency to a stat officer in that regard. Very interesting. Yeah, I also wonder, like, especially as we open more up, like, we're probably going to put Galanor down there, probably going to put uh, maybe even SNW on down there for more cargo, if that's actually going to be an issue. Yeah, and that's, uh, is it, let's see here. Three slots comes at about tier four. 
And so if you wanted to, and to be honest, I, I would find cargo, like a cargo office. If, if it's not fast, a cargo officer on the Talios, it just seems like misery. Um, but, uh, if, uh, for Galinar, it's, you, I believe you can get that by tier two. So if you want to do a Hugh and Galinar combo, uh, Tier two is all you need, which is very reachable. It was at three hundred and twelve thousand charge handle probes, or something in that regard. But either way, it's a, uh, I it's a uh, I think it's the ops locks ops uh, sorry the ops locks that might be the harshest barriers for some players because uh, yeah it's probably anyone true. who's wants to go tier four plus like uh. To get, anyone wants to go to tier four who wants to get that third slot below deck needs to be ops 40 plus and anyone who wants to get to tier six to get the fourth slot needs to be ops 44 plus so and just and this is i mean it's a similar trajectory to the frank a right like you, you were struggling with stats below hand uh beforehand uh, especially before hugh came out now, Hugh has changed the game with Swarm because of how many shots there are, how many weapons there are. It's interesting kind of looking at that in comparison to the Borg probes, where we only have two weapons in the first round and then one weapon, one shot in round two and three. So you, you wouldn't expect to get a lot of support out of Hugh, especially at a low-tier Hugh. You may get 25% more crits, maybe, out of like a couple of those. So... Could be could be a little bit different. Definitely. So do you, you wanna uh, Yeah, go ahead, Eric. I was gonna say, do you wanna uh walk into the expansion cubes next? Yeah, so this is I mean, I think everyone who listens to this podcast is pretty aware of how the expansion cubes work, but I wanted to kind of quickly post a uh, quick infographic really it's for my alliance was what i made it for they tend to be visual learners so it doesn't matter how many times you say it to their face they still need to see it in graphic form for them to truly understand the process uh but i put in the expansion cubes how to uh infographic uh aaron's put that in the graphics room there showing the pre-setup making sure that someone builds the ship how they can build it to do the leap research which we Everyone who did the mission received the mats in the same bundle as the last uh, 50 blueprints. Uh, and then how to get directives. And uh, we've also posted a little bit further down how you're going to get those directives through the Bolo Matas, the Borg Solo Mata host chests. Now they vary between yeah. uncommon, rare, and epic. And you're so really the 43 epic is the only odd person out, or only odd uh, loot chest out, Blue. Yeah, it's it. It seems like the uh, at forty one system. It seems like it's the uh, the G three to G four threshold. It's like anything like the forty five Borgs are like G four content. So they're probably just it's probably like one last neener neener to the pre G four p- players. <laughs> hey, you can't get these directives, but also once you can yeah. run these, <laughs> maybe you should get good. Wow. <laughs> Harsh, harsh scopes, harsh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure so. that's not what the not what the message is. That actually uh, 
that was touched on last week's, I think it was last Wednesday's show and the discussion about, you know, loading more content in for the people who are the 25 to 35 range is is a difficult process because of overloading them um, because of how much how many other things they are working on at the same time to kind of catch up and and grow quick much different course for them now than it is for us that have been here for over a couple of years kind of thing well, anyway sorry a, uh, I might have a more controversial pro scopely opinion on this and that Whoa. is uh yeah I know and that is I think at one point during the initial uh, Bjorn uh, podcast show that where uh, I believe uh, Mr. Tiger came to visit, uh, and he specified how from the get-go, like the Solomonic content, they were designing it as G4 content, and they decided to shoo in the G3 players as a courtesy, uh-huh. just so they're not completely omitted from the content, and it's it shows. So at that point, if you if you realize it as a you know as a bone versus a punishment then, you know, it's like, this yep. is really just supposed to be preview content. That's why it's priced like that. So I can, I can be in that favor. And then in regards to the 25 to 35 content, you know, why it's not loaded up. If you really think about it, at the same time, it's um, kind of just you know, at this point, content's more or less done, isn't it? It's more spit and polish for that ops range. Yeah, I think there could be... Uh... There could be some things that could be reloaded, definitely polished. I mean, some of that stuff is is a couple of years old, but I didn't mean, I mean to take us down that path. Sorry, I do. Yeah. I, at, I, the, at the most, the boon I would throw toward the low ops, who they deserve the most, I believe they should throw more impulse speed at low ops because no mm-hmm. one deserves to be going through that slowness. I I would have loved that, and they kind of did that with I would the commander. Love more so of that now, even. I do like impulse speed. Yeah, I would say if I was Scopely and I want to make money, uh, bippity boppity ops 10, $20 prime plus like 15, plus 20 impulse, you know, pick what? There's an easy 20 bucks. People are going to be like, I can afford that. I'll get that. <laughs> I want to go fast. Noted. Noted. All right. So, so moving um, through the expansion cubes, uh, in order to get directives. So DJs did this math on his Twitch stream, and he did about 10 to 12 uh, solo armadas in order to earn enough to start one expansion queue. And I think that's about right for people who can easily hit their refinery targets. We know that there's some ops ranges, uh, and especially some if you've been pushing your ops, you're not able to open those rare and, and epic chests as often as you're able to run the actual solo armadas so some players will be a little bit screwed out of these directives just because they don't have the ships to hit high enough to hit often enough the uh the size of solo armada targets that they would need to to maximize the refinery so this can be a little bit variable for a lot of players but generally 10 to 12 i thought the directives came from the ship's chest not uh not the refined so yes, yeah, so they come from the solo armada host chess, which means that yeah. you need to start and kill a bunch of solo armadas. Now you the, can get that doesn't involve the refine. Well. Doesn't matter. It how does many. because you get a higher percentage in the rares and epics. In order to get the rare 
directives. You have to kill a bunch of uncommons, turn that loot into the refinery, the Borg Solar Mono Refinery. Wow. Uh, and if you can't, okay. you can't earn enough loot, like if it takes you 10 armadas to pull one chest, you know, then, then you're not going to be pulling a lot of rare chests, which means you're not going to get a lot of epic directives. You're not going to get a lot of rare directives. You're going to be, it's going to be a lot slower for you to even get to a 500 expansion cube directive limit. And, and regardless, it's five points for uncommon, 33 for rare, and what, 50 for epic? 60. Yeah, I would say it's, it's very, so Solomonas oh, are very important for the uncommon, the rare, which are giving you the rare and the epic directives in their chests. So if you can like do multi-pulls of those Borg Solomata chests by doing all those Solomatas, you are able to start more rares and epics and get more expansion cube directives. And if you have the alliance for it, that's, you're able to start you know, host it big or, or, you know, it will elaborate, but the, uh, the point is it's more fuel for income. It's part of the whole loop. And it's a, it's a big convoluted, crazy loop. Rexit's got it right. He's lost on expansion cubes. And this is because there are a lot of steps even before you run your first one. So you're absolutely right there. So I mean, once it's not, you get it's not as bad as the Valentine's though. So in terms of unnecessary <laughs> complication, <laughs> well, this is a one-time thing we could all ignore. <laughs> expansion cubes are are here, and especially for Talios owners, you want that loot yeah. exo that you're going to get from the expansion cube chest. So once you got the directives, you're setting up the attack. Step one is coordinate a team. Now this is really important. Uh, if you cannot solo these expansion cubes, which I don't think a lot of players can solo these expansion cubes especially with running Italios, then you're going to want to find a bunch of people to help you. Everyone in that team should run a solo Borg Armada. Now, every solo Borg Armada grants an auto-activated combat exocop the foreknowledge buff for the Vidar Italios. That's the buff that's going to reduce the DPR of the, of the actual expansion cube target. Hey, now, pause, pause, Jules, because I, yeah. I want to recap where we're at. So the loop starts with... You go do solo armadas, starting with uncommons, which you turn in your chests so that you get directives to do rares, turn in those chests, get directives to do epics, if you can do each of those. And each solo armada that you kill will give you some directives towards the expansion cubes. Five for uncommon, 33 for rare, uh, 66 or 90, whatever it is for epics. You're working up towards that 500. So now you've got enough to run an expansion cube. And for most people, you want to get a group of people together to go and do them together. And what Jules just said is everybody go and do a solo. Once you're ready and you know everybody's going to be able to start that and run it within the next you know, half an hour, Everybody goes and does a solo armada first. That's because it gives you an exo that helps with the expansion cube. It is automatically applied and it has a time limit. Is it one hour, I believe, on those? Yes. It is one hour. You got to go and hunt down your gala. So so that's, that's where we're at right now in the loop. Sorry, Jules Vern, and, and go ahead from there. No worries. I mean, I was just going to comment. Sir Tanley is absolutely right. Like, if you are focusing purely on upgrading the Talios, you're not pulling those directives at all. 
you probably shouldn't be participating in these expansion cubes. First, you won't get the directives, but then you also won't be able to run a solo right before somebody else's expansion cube. So you're showing up to the team without that buff active. Unless so you're able to ride some some whale tails. You're screwing your whale. If you're showing up with the Talios without that buff and nobody else knows that, that's kind of a tough thing. We can't see. Depends on the whale ship. Because it could be I'm like, totally, what, what's a, what's another round? <laughs> yeah, I'm totally remembering that whale tail. <laughs> uh, is that funny. is that are you gonna say come ride my whale tail on AC? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure as heck not saying it here. Somebody's gonna sound clip that. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so we've got our, our talios. We all go and run a solo, and we've picked up the exo. And we picked up the XO, and so now you're about ready to hit your expansion targets. I think a lot of us here know where those expansion targets are, but just as a quick reminder, they're just next to the Bolo Mata systems. Now, I'd love to see in the chat room people post Can up you get the buff victory shots. Can the ship that's not the tally? Yeah, so this is an interesting thing. I mean, anyone's run oh, into this oh. today, I don't know if anyone's run any Borg Solo Matas today, it counts as a combat XO for your Cerritos event. Say that again. So if the hour-long buff. Borg solo, yeah, that, that hour-long buff is a combat exo. So if you go okay. and you run a Borg solo mata, and then you go hit something else, then you are actually going to be activating that, uh, what is it, California class? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, unlocked California that. class. So I got, I was, I was not paying attention last Wednesday, and I almost finished that. I'm on, this is my 10th time. So if you still have that, just be a little bit careful. Anyway, you do not need Italios in there. So this is like one of those things where uh, I only have the warp range to send two ships without using uh, a disco to, to warp my third ship in and warp it back out. So I send my two G4 rares to hit a Borg Solo Armada while I have Italios ready in the expansion system. So that way I can maximize my Italios being ready for expansions and keep that like hour. So, so you also are, have to coordinate that with your team. So those are two very, very, very important points. Number one, the Talios does not need to be involved in hitting your solo armada to gain the buff. Number two, the Talios does not need to be docked to activate the exocomp on the ship before you send it out to your expansion cube. So unless you're at war, it is a good idea to have everybody at the expansion cube for your, your team of five that are going to be running it, or team of however many you're going to be doing, um, and, and ready to go. Sorry, Jules. But you you're, do have uh, to use Talios. the... The, the exocomp only applies to the Talios, correct? Is that what... Yes, so it's, it's like the... If you own the Mantis... And you get the buffs, the exo buffs, and uh, you go to the manage screen. You see the little uh, buff in the top corner with the little timer. It's just so, like that. So if you brought the, a different uh, so it's, ship, it's, into you, the... you know, if your Vidar gets blown up, and it's it's interesting, but because it, it's a little different than the Mantis, where it's like if your Vidar gets blown up, it comes out of the station, still has the buff. It's it just stays there and doesn't go away until the timer ends. So 
it's at least that inconvenient in that regard. I mean, if but you this ever buff took your only Mantis, applies you to the cargo. pilot. You can't bring anything else to the to the super armor, whatever it is. It's, okay. uh, it's just yeah. like the Mantis Exos. It only applies to the ship itself. Yep. Uh, yep. So step three: attack it when ready. There's a 15 minute timer for these, so they're a little bit longer. Uncommon, rare, and epic. They all cost the same directives, the same type of directives. They're all 500. So I think that those are just designations for different size targets. I don't think it actually has anything to do with the rarity of an uncommon versus a rare versus an epic. So it's just the size that matters. Yeah. (laughs) What if they weren't all? If they were all uncommons, it would be the exact same. So exactly the same directives. There's no real difference between uncommon, rare, and epics uh, that we can tell. Awesome. Blue totally wanted to comment on that. I could hear it. I heard nothing. It was just, it was like an underhand pitch. (laughs) (laughs) So the loot math is the next big question. Yeah, I mean, uh, as we've been kind of learning a lot with our solo armada calculator that Blue's made, uh, that your ship your ship's strength is the only thing that really matters to how much loot you'd gain out of an armada. And this is no different. So your loot math has happened first. Your share of the loot from the armada target happens first. You take your ship power, you divide it by the total amount of power that's going to be at your armada. That is your loot share. And then you multiply it by whatever boost you may have, whether that is having 5 of 11 on your crew, or whether that is having the Viniculum Scrapper uh, research, which you would get when you get the Talios, which gives you 5,000% bonus. Do not, do not forget to do that research before you do expansion cubes, because it is a 50x multiplier to your loot. And any if you bring your cube some peck to uh, one of these, it won't to the lowest level or whatever, it, you physically cannot get as much loot as you would with a Vitalios. Wow. Yeah, you know, I was running some numbers, and I this is a, an actual debate that I'd like to have with folks here and uh, people in the chat. If you brought, let's say, a G5 Uncommon, and it was 100 million power, and the rest of the ships there were, you know, less than 5 million power Talios, the actual loot from the Armada would be about the same. Everyone would probably get about the same amount of loot because the Talios would get the big bonus, but they're getting a very small share because of the power difference. However, the starter is going to get a large host chest. Um, did you want to talk about the host chest, Blue? I, I suppose I could. Now, the uh, host chest, as we're slowly piecing together the numbers uh, for them, I think we just have the one missing one. Uh, as always, uh, the host chest is a hidden gem, unless you're running solo modas, in which case completely ignore them, unless you need directives. Uh, but the uh, For the host chests themselves, the uh, viniculum might be the sourcing if you have whales on your alliance and are able to carry up, because it could be a hefty source of directives. It looks like even the uh, armada level 47 host chest still doesn't give you quite enough to uh, achieve a, a pull alone. You still need some raw loot. But at the same time, uh, if you pull off a 47, and maybe with only Vidar Talios's Talios, Talies? I don't know. Uh, then uh, you uh, could get that loot 
yeah, Tali. You get that loop boost, and uh, you're, able, you're probably going to reach that 72,000 for that initial uh, hole that everyone has. And I haven't even done that one yet. I've done one expansion cube. So but I success, we successfully killed a 42, uh, but I'm going to fully admit it's thanks to the whale tail of our tier 7 <laughs> Vidar uh, Talios. That is always going to make me snicker. <laughs> I don't think that's going away. <laughs> of the timing. Um, Sorry, Pats. What was that? I said I think we need to make sure that everyone's still, you know, keenly aware of the timing, and that is, uh, the hour timer is personal, right? It's not. If you are sitting in the circle waiting for the 15-minute timer to go down and you run out of your timer, it is not going to activate for the expansion queue. So you need to be very keen on the timing. Um, I, w- and I would also people, like to say... Oh, sorry. Yeah, some people may not have a lot of board directives because they are trying to tear up the Talios and they want to maximize their loot from those so they may have to be sending all five ships or all six ships or how many ever to the borg solos to to support to do whatever to disco in and then they've got to get back repair and put their talios on and probably pull crew from more one or more ships that they just had in their solo and then go back um, so it, it is it is a daunting proposition for some to 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 get the best out of it. Um, not to mention, you can't really start a uh, expansion cube early um, and run your uh, solo in between because if you're the starter, then you can't run anything else until that's done. By the and way, my pop my popular request, I'll say. I'd let someone ride my whale tail. <laughs> I, w- I will like to emphasize, though, anyone who owns the Talios, just be very clear that there, as I posted on the screen, there is a way to look at their relative timer left and just, just want to heavily emphasize if it's only a core left or less than a core left on that timer, do not reconsider your choices. And restart another solo mata prior. And where I think everyone see- in your group will want to be wor- will, will be worth waiting those uh those extra three minutes. Do where do we see our timer time remaining? Uh, so in that screenshot, uh, just a little above, just like with the mantis, you don't see the exact timer. Unfortunately, you only see the relative like a uh, meter in the circle, uh, like a progress bar. Uh, let me up. Uh, I can. Post it in the lab as well. Yeah, so it won't be an exact. Oh, you've got five minutes left, but it will say, "Okay, I'm really close to the end of my timer. Will I make this, or do we need to go run a, another solar armada really quick before this armada fires?" I, you know, I don't know if you guys remember, like when we first were starting to run armadas, the only thing that we cared about what from our teammates as the armada starter was like, "Hey, does everyone have the right crew?" Then it became with all the specialty armadas. Okay, do you have the right crew on the right ship? And now it's like, do you have the right crew on the right ship within the hour that you just ran 
a, okay. a Borg Solar Armada. So there's a lot more coordination with your team that you have to do. A lot um, of communication. You, you, you brushed your teeth, right? <laughs> oh, no. No. That was not so part of the steps. Oh, no. That screenshot is with your ship in dock. Does it look the same if you're out of dock and you're in your system for your expansion cubes and you go to ship and then click on manage? Does anybody uh, know if that looks the same? Yes, just like the Mantis. I would I would Ooh. I would presume. Uh it's, it's an identical mechanic. Because you had okay. like the little symbol next to your ship names as well. But sorry. Yeah. Fam, that's a good point as well. You could also look at your timers or look at your um your battle logs. Bring up your battle logs and look at when you did your solo armada. And that'll give you a good idea of your time. So uh Gam is asking, are there any benefits any other benefits of the exo besides the expansion armadas i guess it counts as a combo exo for uh events so use that cheese to your personal use you know i don't think it actually counts for the daily exo comp i think you know but debate you have to manually activate one for the daily but yeah uh, if you want there's there's some event out there that some poor intern has no idea what they're getting gonna stumble into and they're gonna barrel right into it (laughs) and just use it while you can yeah so so the real question that i'm having here the debate that i'm having both internally with my team is it even worth trying to bring all talios uh, I mean, I, I understand that the, their big advantage is that you're actually reducing that DPR of the target for bringing the Talios and having that buff. But if you can start an Amada and ride the Whale Tail, and you're hitting <laughs> level uh, 38 Armadas, so let's say the Whale of your Alliance is a G5 Uncommon. Can a G5 Common take on a level 38 expansion queue by itself? Is that going to be enough for you as the starter, writing those those twenty thousand, you know, viniculum loot versus what you would make it even if you did run all talios, which is you know on the order of a few thousand. So does this work similar to the Stella Armadas, where if one person does not have a talios, then you will get less loot? Does it matter what yes. other people have? Yes. Yeah, so uh, it's it's just it's, it's, all, it's a so pie large. chart game. Yeah, it's it's a pie chart game, and whatever you're multiplied is from the slice of pie you had. And if the whale took almost all of the pie, you're just mul- like you know, fifty times nothing is still nothing. Yeah. So uh, yeah. it's uh, it's you can only do so much, and but at the same time, uh, whatever that whale is soaking up is not multiplied so just the entire group overall at less profit than they could have gotten if they had all used vidars but to jules's point there is a certain threshold where they just physically don't have the uh, like you want to hit a 60 and you don't have a tally strong enough to handle that you're going to use your sanctus or your your big g5 ships just to give that person that host just you know, they might skip a cut. Like, you know, if you get 112,000 from that level 60 epic host chest, that's an instant refine that you might not have had time to work, do multiples to get throughout the day because you're busy in real life or something. So it's nice to have that, in, that option for the instant pull of your refinery if you have the assistance 
of the whale tail. I was curious about anyone could post about victory shots of their armada and what ships and crews they were using for these expansion cubes. I mean, to be honest, it's at the moment it's kind of straightforward. Or it's just like you know, use your use your five six cons, use your sis, you know, deep space nine crews. It's uh, it just seems I haven't really found that that real spark that it asked to do something different. But you know, obviously anything in regards to boosting damage itself is probably not going to be very effective on top of the mountain that is the existing research or the existing ship ability. What you're not using Dayzok? Is uh? They don't have high crit yeah. or high crit damage that needs to be suppressed. I, I, I mean, does uh do any does any of the uh, new officers? Affect the uh, expansion cubes in any way? Yeah, but you would never, you would never use them. Um, I don't think that's the thing. Question: I do believe the their crit chance percent is ten, and their crit damage is one hundred and fifty. So if you had uh, either one uh, Troy as captain, you would you would take away the ten percent. Um, or if you had a uh, Galia, uh, a uh, Max tier Galia, she would take away fifty percent of the uh, crit damage, which would then just make them normal shots. So there is there is some strategy there of maybe sending one ship with uh, that specific, you know, a anti crit crew in some manner to reduce that. So to kind of so- wrap up, what the reason of running these expansion cubes for? What are you going to get out of them? We've already posted in the graphics room the expansion cube exchange chart, which is completely based on your Talios tier, uh, where you're going to get. Now, I, we do have a lot of missing information on this, so I'd love the community to help out. If you've pulled at a cube exchange, what's the cooldown? One day, two day? Um, if you've gotten a few screenshots of some pulls, and you can kind of more or less tell how many rolls of uh, these different options there are, we're kind of looking for some more data, kind of figure out what the roles are. Uh, and obviously anything Talios tier 9 and above, we're missing the expansion cube exchange information from that at all. So please. So if everyone here could just here. get to tier 9, that would be great. <laughs> I mean, we've seen tier 12s. We've seen the images. We know they exist. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know if I fished it around somewhere. Ah, uh, there it is. Wow, that level 55 60, cube hurt. Level 60. That, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's not, it's not mine, but that's a screenshot with a level 60 Talios that, you know, the numbers, it's, it's power to even fit on the screen. It's, I think it looks like it could compete with the Sanctus. Holy. Is 133 million, is that Sanctus fighting power? Well, there's a, uh, it's Sanctus fighting power, but it's not going to be Sanctus winning power. Yeah, but it's gonna it's gonna kill your uh, whatever whatever miner came out that's totally not worth it. <laughs> um, uh, kind of doubtful, but uh, the ops fifty, the level fifty eight. I mean, I suppose maybe it could kill a Nova, but the the ops fifty eight miners, I doubted. <laughs> that's what they did. They just said we need a tough, we need a Vidar that can kill a Nova. so there's a a screenshot of what i had no idea how strong 
the higher level ones were. So there's a level 55 expansion cube, and there's one, two, three, four people in the screenshot with three, two north cuts and a crozier, so 63 mil, 73 mil, 204 mil, and then uh, Enterprise D, and the crozier and the two north cuts were were crushed. That's wild. Crazy. I, I think the, the point of running these expansion cubes will be with the Talios eventually. If for nothing more than just reducing the DPR, allowing you to punch up one, I think in the short term, it may behoove your team to ride those whale tails. Yeah. I, I can't mean, say it with a straight at the face. The, at the end of the day, just, you know, like riding the whale tails, never not going to be the most profitable route. Uh-huh. Because yep. the whales are the most profitable people. And then, I mean, if you've got if you've got that benefit within your alliance, then that can also make a difference if there's an event running. So that kind of changes up how you're going to play it. We started this segment, Jules, with you indicating that the reason why you made this infographic was because you found it very difficult to explain it to your teammates on on how this loop works. There's a lot of comments in chat as well about it being very confusing, convoluted. And so I hope that those graphics and and our uh, talk through of it has really helped people kind of understand the puzzle and and how it's it's kind of like three different puzzles put together and you've got to figure out the pieces of each. There are some people that hate that and just want to casually play the game and some people enjoy it. So it is what it is. Well, for I think for some of us, it's kind of like it's we love explaining it, and this, but at the same time, it, you know, it might also be like I need everyone to know how stupid this is. Just you know, but with explaining it out with math. Well, I think that I mean, there's a a good point in chat there. Now I I understand a lot more now, slightly less rage, but now it's educated rage. That's uh, that yes, hurts. Exactly. I, mm-hmm. I actually would like to take this opportunity to uh, applaud Scopely. I think this is their best ever attempt at a Rube Goldberg machine. <laughs> would you would you care to en- enlighten us on what that is? A, a Rube Goldberg machine. This is like, you know, wacky inventions kind of steampunky where like uh you cut a string that then goes on and do knocks you, a marble, roll down a thing. Do you, uh, uh, do, do you remember like uh the beginning of uh Back to the Future? That kind of thing. The convoluted. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, That's a good sort of like the game board like, game rat race or mat, mat trap or rat race, depending on where you live in the world. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. And and whale tail and synergy now both are take a shot moments. Apparently, <laughs> that's good. I like it. <laughs> so well, thanks for having me on, Arian. Oh no, it. thank you guys so much for everything that you're doing to help out the community. Um, it's great content that you put together and, and it's really, really appreciated. There's a lot of good feedback that comes from it. What are you guys working on next? Do you have anything? Well, yeah, so actually I'm still looking for a T10 Defiant. need that, that refinery information if anyone's got a, a Tier 10 Defiant. Uh, but yeah, I'm starting to move on to Fleet Commanders. I know that we That's have been kind of discussing last month about 
uh, how there's a finite source of that those skill points. So I kind of really wanted to dive deeply into those and kind of build out what is my optimal progression, knowing that I'm probably not going to invest in skill points if they come out of packs. Uh, what am I going to do with the fleet commanders that I have? So that's that's the next thing I'm working on. I like it. I'm also going to be doing a new project where I'm going to take all of the charts and graphics that we have and create a channel similar to the setup of the February ARC questions that we currently have, so a form, uh, forum format, um, and organize what we have. That'll also hopefully help for you guys to be able to ask for data. So I'm going to be working on that over the next few weeks, and I'll coordinate with you guys. I think that'll be fun. Appreciate it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, you All guys right. are awesome. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks, Trader. Thanks, Arian. Hey, no problem. Have a good one, man. Thanks. Thanks. You're welcome to stay on if you want. We're doing community Q&A next, so. Well, if you insist. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, community Q&A time, we'll do, what time is it? 11.14. So, we'll do uh, probably 10, 15 minutes. See what you guys have. Your burning questions. Bring back the burn. Bring back the burn. Wow. You really want to test uh, the whales, don't you? It's not enough Always. to ride the whale. Not enough to ride the whale till now. You got to give them rug burn in the process. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we're going to we're going to hell. <laughs> that's uh, a that flipper flipper burn, right? Uh-huh. Flipper burn. <laughs> that is fantastic. Yep. <clears throat> Oh my god. We need a visual on which pips work, which work, but don't show which show and are wrong and which are random. No. <laughs> I can't put all that together. That's crazy. There was an update. Uh, please download it if you haven't already. And that has... Uh, was it from that or was it from launch? Oh, it was from launch. The pips are, are working much much nicer much nicer most of them now like today (laughs) so joker's got a question here how about a single chart that shows all the specialty ship tier to ops levels so what do you what do you mean by that joker can you expand on that a bit like which ops levels you need to be to build them Oh, and and so like ops lock levels for them. So is that one that you guys, uh, Blue and and Jules, can you take that? I may and... already have that. Ooh. Yeah, I, about... I want to say I've seen a chart similar to that where, like by ops level, it says what you get, what you can tier. I'm I'm really confident that I've seen that. I'll look. If you guys can make it, I can't, can't find it. it. I'll make it. Oh, you're obviously doesn't have the uh, Talios, but or maybe the Defiant. Um, but I have seen that probably several months ago. Hmm. I'll have to look away for or look around for that. Yeah, if you guys didn't make it, I don't know who would have. Well, I mean, like it's just the information. You're like the source. There. You're like the source of all charts and graphics. 
That's because That's like I have a discard where I just throw it all because I'll forget it otherwise. <laughs> well, I don't know if it the makes you collection. feel any better, but when I see them, I download them and put them on my alliance's Discord in our Starfleet Academy. So. Oh yeah, it, it's everywhere. But you know, at some point for for my lines, it might just be clutter. <laughs> <laughs> my alliance is not fond of how many uh, Discord channels we have in ours. Way See, too many. M- mine doesn't complain because they know better. But <laughs> I have the I- channels grouped up, and we actually have a channel that's called. Uh, category that's called starfleet academy and underneath there's like channels for like everything like amalgam vidar there's going to be one for talios when i decide i don't hate it so much i want to post there and so it's just a place that you know players can like go and say oh here's you know the the video that djs did on it here's the graphic from blue and jewels and you know they have like some basic resources that are always going to be there i like that I mean, oh, to be fair, uh, for my alliance, actually, at the moment, I am working on the same thing <laughs> to like the little nice. the info section where it's just kind of like I just because let's you know, this all comes down to how easy is it to find info in Discord? It, it, it's not <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. So we got to make our own library system. <laughs> yep. I, nothing gives me greater joy than to like have a nice organized, you know, resource <laughs> the, the organization, the bringing, you know, like making something not chaotic, like really just appeals to my personality. I very much appreciate organization. Uh, the Ran Susie, the bluey decimal <laughs> system. I like that. <laughs> it's not truncated. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> Double pun. <laughs> Joker was saying you should work with NCC one eight eight seven. He's already got a good site. Uh, that's probably somebody that would be good to to reach out to, or he could uh, he or she could message Blue or Jules if you could pass that along to them, Joker. Yeah, def- definitely. Uh, I mooched off their uh, away team chart back in the day. That was a very good one. Nice. I I remember seeing some stuff. Uh, from from NCC, it's it's similar graphs. I haven't seen any in a while, but they've definitely made a lot that we've used here. I mean, if I was if you were a up new and upcoming player, uh, Ali or just were unfamiliar with a lot of concepts in the game. NCC is probably a huge like a it's a very nice asset. I it, it kind of breaks down it from the very beginning. I couldn't imagine walking it well. I don't know. I remember when I first started playing and you know the the little tutorial back then showed you how to take your Rialta and go hit a ship and and whatnot. And I remember like just bombing around and and hitting ships like not even knowing at that point in time the difference between an NPC and, and an actual other player and people messaging me and be like, That's in a row and I'm like, What is row? What are you talking about? And then, you know, not even having a place to go and see what it is they're talking about and comparing that to Arian the Pirate. No, I was not pirating, at least not intentionally. Um, comparing that to the to what we've built up as a community for resources for people now, 
I'm thinking in one sense how difficult it could be to step into the game now and, and learning all of this stuff. But at the same time, I, I wish so much that we had all of this when I started playing and how much better, how much easier it would have been, you know? And Absolutely. I, I would, I would want to say just, this is my little side rant. I just want to just, I'm very mad. Scopely, we're just sitting on the most obvious solution of all. Maybe it's not done in the sense of confusion equals more revenue, but every single new arc and new feature or content should have a field training dedicated to it to introduce you to it. That's actually that a really be... great idea. Yeah. Like it's pretty like while I thought like, oh field training, oh you know, they can do the educational stuff and it's gone. Yep. <laughs> so, it's just the uh, it's just it's so immensely it's the whole thing. It's like everything's tied to it. Oh what you know, all those just imagine like Echo is probably hunting down all, and like, but they're hunting down all this information. Imagine if the devs were required by occupation to put it in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they'd probably do. Uh, they cut the hunting time that Beck and Echo do and have, and they'd have more time to work on more important things. I think that's a really interesting idea, Blue. We'll mm-hmm. definitely uh, post that in our feedback for DJs tonight. And that's just. I can start spreading it more and more. I don't. It, it's scopely, so they're gonna be like, "Oh, that's very useful. How do we monetize it?" But <laughs> uh, they didn't with the field training. So yes. So I meant more field training. I one can only uh-huh. hope. Uh-huh. I would hoping for it's for retroactive stuff for for any upcoming content. I believe that should be part of it. I like it. Well, yeah, as well. Uh. Blue, any closing thoughts for tonight? Um, enjoy your Talios and Defiant that a lot of you are enjoying for the first time this month. Yes. Yes, that's right. A lot of new Defiants out there. Karkin uh, built his a couple of days ago. Yesterday? And, yeah, just uh, yesterday. The birth um, of the twins. And anyone tearing up their tally just I'm I'm guess I'm curious to know how it plays into the whole Borg Solomata arc. You know, are you able to punch up now? Who knows? So good stuff. Thank you. Uh Thanks. Putz, any closing thoughts? Oh man. Um please, 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 scopely uh reduce the warps to range to uh the Borg solos let us hit up a little bit for us lowly players down here in the in the uh, thirty high thirty bracket. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Puds. Jules, enjoy the next thirty six hours of dead servers. Oh, <laughs> uh, that goes in line with what I was gonna say. Enjoy Purge Day. <laughs> Let the purge begin. <laughs> hey, I got to say, though, like a few weeks ago when uh, Mantis came out, we actually changed our road to protect all token systems. And that is literally where everyone is on my server right now. Everyone's hidden board right now. Wow. It's kind no of funny on my server, like miners, miners are just not touched. They're just like, what's the point? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, unless OPC, of course, but 
least there's some civility to purge night. <laughs> no, I've been hunting trip miners. I'm out for you. <laughs> I will say, I just I saw Echo's little like the screenshot there of Echo's post about the three million trip mission. Like the dev in charge of it didn't think that players would use five miners to finish it as soon as possible. No, buddy, you have no idea what I'm capable of <laughs> in terms of bad decisions. <laughs> well, we all play this game, don't we? Kark mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, any closing thoughts? Now nah, is about it. Enjoy your purge day. Have fun with the PvP. Don't be afraid. They're just pixels. Get out there, hit each other. I'm just going back around to what. Uh, was just said about Echo's thing. And that makes me scared. Because if the dev that made that event actually thought that we would just send out one ship and mine all slowly, then he purposely thought that that mission should take hundreds of hours. Well, you had mm-hmm. the full uh, 20 days, wasn't it, to do it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, one might fine. say five times as long. Yes. But mm-hmm. but but they actively thought that like, hey, let's make them do a mission where they have to do something for hundreds of hours. Just one 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 little part of, of the mission. That, there's a, there's a lot of big feelings about that mission. I I, don't know. I, I didn't have are... them. I went and I did it. I mean, I also remember doing the old missions that were like mine two million dill or whatever stupid ones the three million raw ore yeah yeah i remember working on those for a long time my miners certainly weren't as fast then as they are now but say lovey i mean the, the the mission sucked and i definitely disdain of it but at the same time like i took like four ships and i did it in like a day and a half it was not yeah. that bad yeah <laughs> I, I do know that they have, um, I mean, they've, they've at least taken in that feedback. I don't, I don't know if we'll, I don't know if they'll do it again. Um, be interesting to see. I mean, they can do it again. Just do it with something useful and not like everyone's fighting for the node. Mm-hmm. And Oblivious, what mo- he has a comment in the chat saying what most people are missing is the level 50 plus ones need both trip mission trip missions to finish the SMS, but I mean you get them you can do them concurrently, right? You can pick both of them up and do them. So you're only still having it's only, quote unquote only, uh two million more, but your miners compared to mine, I'm I'm willing to bet that that extra two million that you had to or have to mine took the same amount of time as I did for the three million because of your speed of your miners and more ships available, right? I may be wrong, but I feel like it's probably pretty close to the same. Uh, And I also believe that that Ops 50 plus side mission isn't required in the actual event that ends. I think it it might be for the 50s. Yeah. Okay, so their top milestone is 200 points? Maybe 175. Oh, I see. I see. 175, yep. Yep. Ouch. Yeah. Sucks to suck. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Remember that when you're writing Whale Tale. <laughs> they uh, mind that the extra same, two trip for you. <laughs> at the same time, every little, every armada I have hosted with a big whale goes and joins it. They are still getting about ninety percent of that loot. <laughs> mm-hmm. They probably don't need it though. For for most, like, oh no, I, I shouldn't. <laughs> I very rarely join armadas unless I'm actually needed to kill it for that reason, because I feel bad about stealing all the loot. Because I don't need it. You just yeah. use a smaller ship. Oh, I do. But even my smallest ship that I have are going to be bigger than almost everybody in my alliance. Unless use they're using your, their own G5s. Use your Take Vidar. your Rialta. <laughs> <laughs> my Rialta. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to summon my Rialta to deep space. <laughs> that would be a bit the equivalent probably is my, like, Kelvin. So it seems yeah. appropriate. <laughs> Vidar Talios might be too strong. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Chef's got a good million power. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Chef's got a good point yeah, there. Research the is a hell of a drug. Yes, it is. <laughs> what did Iron Chef say? Uh, well, there's a few systems. I know Ashtor, for instance, has trit nodes that if you empty them, they flip, they flip into new Latin nodes. So if you oh, want to be yeah. a good human for your server, go ahead and get rid of all those trick notes. There are still Aaron. some of those. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not playing this game to still be a human. I'm an <laughs> independent, yeah. some form of alien. Yeah. Take I don't know. <laughs> Aaron's going to like this, but I, like, I brought that up and like I, I explained it to my alliance and like there's a lot of Canadians in there and they're like, let's go, guys. <laughs> and, like Way before this, they all cleared it out. I is that yeah, a that's like amazing. I I always clean nodes. So like even just for my daily um faction yes. mining. I, I, when lucrative space cooldown, I zero the nodes on the way out. Yeah. Okay. I, I will say that I do like resetting nodes, but it has nothing about it's nothing about being polite. Just want to be clear about that. It has see, everything to, me, to it do is, with like being fresh I, nodes. No, no, no. For me, it's like, okay, there's one with 24, there's one with 50, I gotta go do that. And, like, there's a few hundreds that are open in my, those are the biggest in, in where I go. And I'll go and do that 24 first and be like, oh, there, there's another hundred for somebody that might need one. And then I'll go do the next one. <laughs> Clear. I just oh gotta go, I just gotta go on the faint. <laughs> I mean, I don't have the war-torn server, but I just go on the hope that, you know, you get, you give it, you get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's unless, you're nice. like, unless you're in a war torn server, in which case, way pew, pew, too pew. nice. Uh. <laughs> way too nice. I can't help it. It's the way I'm built. It's it's yeah. The but now you, blood. but now you can really. I mean, the whole texture of the game is so different now with emojis. And I will say, I'm going to get the heart emoji because I am just scared as holy hell that I am not going to be able to <laughs> unlock it again. And it's just going to be that dark gray emoji for 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> I do want the heart one, but that's okay. I can live without it. Maybe we'll see. I might have it. Mm. But, it but is yeah. free, right? The heart. Oh, are you talking about the triple with the hearts? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that isn't that one that's paid for? No, I think it's like. Isn't that like you get it, but like instead of officers, if you're free to play, because it's like well, it's. I think you get I, it after three pulls worth. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have their choice. Yeah, I thought I'll that probably. was an avatar at first. Okay, never mind. 
That's yeah, why. That's here. why I was. It's very different. Like for like the PvP leaderboard, you know, a phaser avatar is nice, but at the end of the day, it's just an avatar. We got emoji. We got emotes now. So it's like I think that's that's the hot item on the press. I will probably pick that. Yep, I would probably pick that over officers. The ability to just put hearts out there in the galaxy with my Lord little Lord Almighty. Good yes. Reef. I love it. I mean, think about it, Trader. You can, like, those enemies you just want to be completely sassy to, you can just blow up their ships and just whip out that heart. <laughs> no. I just, no, I really want the middle finger emoji, is what I want. I need and want nothing else. You're not getting it. I know. Maybe a little more queen scheming. No end. Well, there is a bird. You can flip people the bird. Prudes. Bunch of prudes. <laughs> We, do we have the phaser one yet? Is that like, do we know how to get that? That's in the current yeah. uh, SLB, right? Is it? Yeah, in the current PvP SLB, I believe. Oh. No, that's not the, uh, that's, right. a, that's, a, that's an avatar. So, uh, oh, sorry. That's right. It is an avatar. Yes, you're right. So mystery. I'm sure we'll get a phaser eventually. Uh, thanks very much, Gam. Trader, closing thoughts. They need to step on more Legos. They need to step on more Legos. Happy Wednesday. I like it. Very good. Um, Trader, did you manage to seal anything out of the prize closet for tonight? Mm, Well, when DJ turned his back, I did go raiding. So... We do have two prizes we can give away. Two. Only two. So it has to be, here's the thing. It's 500 materials. Uncommon materials. They have to be in your generation. So if you're G3, you're going to get G3 materials. You're G4, you get G4. G5, get G5. G3 player. Yeah, don't even say that. (laughs) So I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, if you're up 39, you're not getting G5 on common map. But what do you want to do, Arian? How do you want to uh, do this? I think we'll just do, is it, Steven's Aaron, is it contest pick that'll pull from the current audience? <laughs> I think Blue is asking for, I think, Blue, what? Never mind. Never no, they're, mind. They're talking about the expansion cube there. Okay. I'm just, I, I saw so, data and I, I took the bite. Yes, uncommon parts, Spectre. 500 on, or uncommon materials, excuse me, parts. Now you're and, getting me confused. And we can do two. So, uh, before I pull that, my quick closing thoughts. Thank you so much, folks, for tuning in tonight or for those that are listening. Appreciate it very much. I had a lot of fun tonight. I hope that. You guys were able to learn some stuff. I know some of that math and nerd content can be kind of dry, but uh, I feel like a lot of people were able to at least understand the loop better. And thanks very much to our guests, Blue and Jules, and of course to the panel for hanging out tonight. Uh, DJs is going to be back on Sunday for a regular podcast next. And I don't know what we're looking at for Twitch this week. I don't think that we're going to have one tomorrow night. So the next night would be 
What is the next mm-hmm. diet after tomorrow? Well, if he if we don't do it tomorrow, the next scheduled one would be Monday, but he may do something maybe Saturday night. Right. So, okay. I know he's Let's... super excited about the new setup that he's working on. He is so excited. So, so excited. The, before yeah, the show, you can he... say, if this is dry, just have alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> once that set up, I don't think he will be able to go more than 24 hours without twitching. So Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Absolutely agreed. Yeah. No, it's not that he can't figure it out, General Chaos. He's actually made really, really good progress on it. He's got to get a couple of things um, to finish it off. It's looking really good, though. We had a sneak peek. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, time to find some winners. Yeah, let's do it. So, first winner we have is King Blazy. Wow, that is awesome. King Blazy is actually from my alliance. Thanks for wow. coming in, man. That's definitely rigged. I, I, I did. Definitely it was a contest rigged. pick. <laughs> Don't pull an IJ on me. Um, <laughs> who is and he going to message he, you or yes, DJs? He should, P, he should PM me and I will get his player ID. Perfect. And the next one is a reminder this is for how many mats 500 on common awesome thank you ncc 1031d nice. awesome so please message trader there's a lot of stuff that gets given out on twitch and in here and spam it through the battleship so it's difficult for trader to keep track of all the winners and be able to track people down so please 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 do message trader if you know ncc 1031 if they're not uh listening currently make sure to message them let them know that they've won thanks again everyone for tuning in tonight it was a good time it was thanks everybody good night everyone